You're listening to All In, the podcast where I share what I learn as well as dive into what motivates the world's most passionate minds. All right, listen up for today's dose of inspiration. Hey, Salman, I have a question, especially in our industry, yep. which is this industry is super saturated. So how do you differentiate yourself? And I think it's not just this industry. If you really dig deep into any industries, you will see that it's highly competitive. Mm -hmm. You could be in the business of towing cars. It's right. commoditized. Everybody's got a tow truck. Guess what? What what differentiates you from everybody else? Price. Yeah. Nobody cares how long you've been towing. Does it make you a better tower? <laughs> if that's a word, right? And let's think about the grocery stores. Is that highly competitive? Yeah. Tomatoes are whatever, and you're going to have to give them lower prices to get them in the door. Yeah. And I think that's a concern for everyone. It's not just our industry. And if you think about that, that's the problem in your industry, then we got a problem, right? Like every industry is going to have this problem. Uh, the taxi industry was actually highly competitive. Think about it. People will say, hey, how much is it going to cost me to go down X many miles? And the guy would say, 20 bucks. Say, no, it's okay. I'll go to somebody else. Right. Until Uber came along. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So there's a book um, that we talked about in our episode. It's, it's basically talks about differentiation. It talks about differentiation and your messaging and how you add value to somebody else's, you know, life. And there is a book written, it's called The Blue Ocean or The Red Ocean Strategy. And the world that you're referring to is the cutthroat world where it's really bloody. Right. Everybody's sort of, you know, racing to the bottom yeah. for price. That is the current strategy a lot of business operate in. The only thing that can differentiate you from everyone else is price. Because in a commoditized world, you can buy the same exact uh, case for your laptop, Amazon, and there's 25 people selling the same thing. What do you look for? The cheapest one, $7.99, $8.99, $12.99. Yeah. And you're not looking for brand name. You're looking for whatever the cheapest one because you know it's identical, right? And so, and that means you're in the red ocean. That means that there's nothing differentiating you from your competition. Yet, there are so many brands like Apple that charge you for five times what it's worth in reality, if you were to put that together or Starbucks that would charge you how many, you know, times more Yeah, because they've created something that differentiates them from everything else. See the companies like for instance, Uber operates in what it's called the blue ocean strategy where they're, aren't any competitors per se because you've created a market for yourself and you may be a you may be early in the game so you're there and someday it will be a red ocean there will be lift and 25 others and then it's no longer a fun place to be in and you need to move somewhere else do you see what i'm saying so and it comes from the form of differentiating by adding value to what you do right. so if you're a company that sells the 799 case you may need to go in and install the case for them and give them, right? Or tell them that it's lifetime warranty if it ever breaks. What do you think bags and companies like that do that is because they're not selling just a bag anymore. If your Kenneth Cole bag breaks, Kenneth Cole isn't going to replace it. Do you see what I'm saying? They'll be like, sorry, uh, we don't know anything about this. That's not our policy. But you go get a Tumi bag mm. and uh, the zipper breaks five years down the line. It's happened to me. 
they'll say, you know what? Here's $150 or whatever towards a new purchase. And that customer leaves happy. Wow. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So how much is a bag? $350. The bag is no longer $99 like Kenneth Cole. It's $350 or $550 or $750, $900. And you're like, okay, that's fine because this bag is going to last me a lifetime. Right. This company is going to be there for me until I die. Right? Like think about it. That is a blue ocean strategy in an extremely competitive bag industry. Why can they charge 550 bucks for a bag and people are willing to pay for it? No issue. Yet all these other people like Samsonite barely is like 75 bucks, 75% off, 50% off, 25% off. They're just like, take two for the price of one. If right, like, and nobody wants it. Yeah. And let me tell you on the bottom where you're in the red ocean, you actually struggle to sell. That's true. You're struggling to sell. You're dying to sell. You're like, dude, I wish I got one more client, right? How can I sell some more of this white rice or whatever it is, right? Like there is nothing to it. And you need to change that and say, look, I'm sorry. I don't think we're a good fit. We're actually looking for customers like these. If you checked off these, these, these in your list and you're looking for a company to do these, these, these things, then we're a good fit. But let me tell you, we are not these, 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 these mm -hmm. things. And if you're looking for that, we're probably not a good fit. Our price starts at 5,000. Our start price starts at 50,000. Our price starts at 5 million. Wow, yeah. We're exclusive, right? I mean, you know those buildings in downtown Chicago. It's mm -hmm. rather exclusive. You cannot get a condo for less than $7 million. Yeah. And that's what I mean. And that's a blue ocean strategy. Well, everybody else is trying to sell their 150,000 little house, pen, you know, whatever house, like little condo, one bedroom. And they're, you know, negotiating the price down. Nobody ever sits and negotiates a $7 million place. And you know what? What's it really going to be? 50,000 less? Screw it. I'll just buy it. It's okay. It's not going to make a dent. And that's a whole nother strategy. And guess what? It doesn't even come with parking spot. You have to buy that extra. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Your exactly. HOA is 2,500 a month. Nobody questions. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean. Like, look at the luxury industry. Nobody ever complains about how expensive the Louis Vuitton bag is. <laughs> and because if you do, you're not a good fit for them. They don't really care if you buy the, the bag. And so it doesn't matter what you sell today. It could be uh, IT services or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you can be selling the widget, this thing right here in the desk, right? What you need to realize is that what you say and how you come off if you're going for low price, like particularly a lot of what, like Nordstrom, there's no sale. They have a half year annually, you know, yeah, half annual sale or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and that's it. Once a year in September, you get it and that's it. They don't care. It's Black Friday or whatever. And maybe later on, you know, maybe more recently, they, they may have to do some things to generate more sales, but they don't really care for the sale. They're not looking for the sale customer. That's not their customer. That is not their customers. They may have to go to Macy's. Right. Think about it. And they're selling shirts and pants and that like everyone else too. They have to pay real estate just like everyone else too. So every single brand here have to make that decision. See, the iPhone is in the blue ocean, but the case is in the red ocean. Wow. It's the same device. And so every single person has to create that and say, look, we're not just providing you with X, whatever that is. We're going to add X Above to it. Yeah. Exactly. And then we're going to guarantee this. And then it's a no risk. Like we talked about earlier, 
take it home for 30 days and come back. And if something happens for eight years, Tesla gives you an eight-year warranty. Standard. Right? Like, yeah. it's like they unlimited mile. Like, they're not trying to screw you at, as the owner and so many miles later, you now owe them money or whatever. They're like unlimited. And then you can still extend it. Because the reason is, if that car indeed is cleaner and better and has less parts and less moving parts and less gunk and junk and everything else that comes from a fuel car and oil and everything else, right? And it's all messing up the engine. You know they don't want to give warranty on that thing. No, yeah. This guy says, I built a thing that's 100 moving parts and it doesn't create any issues or, you know, it's, it's got fewer moving parts than any car in the world and it's cleaner and that's all there is to it. I can give unlimited warranty. I don't really need to worry about it. I know it's not going to break. He's not like saying, oh my gosh, you know, we're going to be in trouble if these people come back. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, the car itself is in the blue ocean. Wow. Yeah. Well, everybody else is dying in the red ocean, lowering price. And the only thing that they got is a European accent uh, person on the commercial. That's the only thing different. They just say the car name differently than the car itself. There's nothing different about it. Then the car, it's the same car, but it's now a European voice in the commercial, but it's the same exact thing. But over here, this guy doesn't even have a commercial. They're all alone. Yeah, they don't even have commercials. Yeah. They never have to make a commercial to sell. And their cars are significantly more expensive and they have a gross margin of 44%. So unlike any car manufacturer. So, so I think everybody has to make that decision for themselves. Do I want to die in the red ocean? Or how do I get them to think differently about my industry? And this means that you're not going to get every customer in the world. And that's okay. Because every luxury brand doesn't care if you get, because every customer you do have, they're 10 times worth more than every other customer. Every person I know, you know, let's just use Starbucks, for, for example, they're not worried about six fifty for that coffee. Mm -mm. I mean, if you go somewhere like a big city, you're paying upwards of six and seven bucks for the same thing. Yeah. You used to be three fifty or four, right? Like they're not worried. Uh -huh. The line is out the door. They don't care for the Dunkin' Donuts customer. Correct, exactly. There could be a Dunkin' Donuts right next door, and Dun and Starbucks isn't worried about it. Yeah, they're not losing any sleep. All they care about is can I make sure if they're unhappy with my drink. I'll remake it for them because I got this customer for life. You know, when I was out of country, like in Paris, I saw a Starbucks. I'm running to it because I know what I'm going to get. Like, I know what I'm actually going to get. Exactly. I don't have to, like, tell them what I want and, and get some version of it that I'm not going to like. And that's because I am, like, I'm gravitated towards that. And that's exactly what you want. You want to build that brand loyalty. And that's going to help you in the long run than just competing on price like an air-conditioned repair guy. That's powerful. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? You say, look, if it's you're looking for the lowest air condition repair guy, we're not it. Mm -hmm. But we do give you a peace of mind that our work is guaranteed and, and that our technicians are all certified and that we'll video record what the guy's doing to make sure that he's done or I'll have a Bluetooth in his ears to confirm. We do FaceTime to make sure he's on time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Our yeah. GPS will track, you know, everything. You'll know before he comes and, you know, look at all our five-star, like you have to create something to remove the friction to charge two or three or four or five times what the market is willing to bear. 
And that's in every industry. You can look for a luxury product in every industry and you will find why they do what they do. It could be a bottle of wine like we have right there, or it could be something completely different. Like this very microphone, it's in the Blue Ocean Strategy. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, there's mics as low as 20 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Amazon Basics. But why would people go pay for this mic? It's because they've heard this is the best mic so that the manufacturer charges an arm and a leg significantly more than what the parts combined make up for that mic. And that's what you want to be thinking about for any entrepreneur out there today, starting a business, thinking about getting into the business. Look at why are you different? The biggest question is why should they pick me? Yeah. Why should I be the one to get the business? And it's not, I have bigger and better and everything else. It's how am I going to make their life easier? How am I going to remove friction from their, you know, from their day to day? How am I going to save them time? So if he saves a CEO one hour or two or three hour, how much is that saving to the CEO? It's certainly more than what the cost of the table or the cleaning or whatever else. Mm -hmm. So if you're saving somebody time, you can say, well, if you are worth a thousand an hour and we save you just two hours, Look at the ROI of what we're going to be doing for 500 bucks to $2,000 in time savings. How much is that worth for your business? And what if you take that in 12 months? How much is that worth? Right? Think about that. Right? And how about 10 years? And so all of a sudden you have an argument. Like how many bags will I go through in five years if I had bought the Kenneth Coles of the the, the strap breaks and the zipper breaks, and then I'm buying another $99 one and another $99 one and another $99 one where I paid $350 one time and it lasts me for 10 years. What's really cheaper? You're right. Right? Now, the example that I was talking about in my podcast was if you indeed hired a marketing company because they were less expensive and you went six months with the wrong company, how much of growth have you missed? Then you spend 10000 or 50000 a month. I'm just using that as an example. And six months later, they were able to multiply your business three or four or five X. What is, yeah. yeah, what is less expensive? The $50,000 guy or the $500 guy, right? Think about that. Right. That's the cost of opportunity. Now you have to take into consideration when you're thinking about this thing. So, Nobody really wins. And by the way, customers are always looking for, hey, I don't care about the price. If you tell me you guys are different, I'm willing to spend more. They never make a decision on just pure dollars and cents. Unless you're like taking an Uber and you're like, yeah, I'll do the group ride because it's a couple bucks less, Mm -hmm. right? Like they're not really worried about that. Most of the time we are willing to spend more. Almost every single time we're willing to spend more, although they may not say it. Yeah. But if you show them that, look, I understand you came for this car or whatever you are in a sales world, but I want to show you something. I'm not saying you should buy it. I just want you to consider it. This car has X, Y, and Z features, but this thing over here, although it's a little different in features or price or whatever else, it's going to give you twice as many, like, you know, like a hybrid car. It's $1,500 more, but you get 500 miles on one full tank. Yeah. Over here, you get 300, whatever. And this will last you longer because the parts are different. Trust me, I can get you $1,500 more to buy a person to buy that car because in their mind, they say, yeah, you're right. 1500. What's the big deal. But they were trying to get the biggest deal out the door when they came in, except 
not only did you sell them a hybrid, you sold them extended warranty and five other things and the, you know, the rim package and right, the scratch package and the free oil change. And now they're walking out with like $8,000 for a car. Right. Because they were able to add value rather than say, look, we're the lowest price in the whatever country and nobody can beat us on price. I love seeing that. Nobody can beat us on price. That sounds great. Yeah. Whew. You know, I'll be waiting and waiting to get somebody to even talk to or something like that. You know what I mean? There's just no service because there's just the lowest price. Lowest price means you don't really have money to take care of anything because you're the cheapest. You can't go. You can't you, yeah, you really are stuck. You yeah. barely have enough money to pay bills. Yes, you might have great volume. And so you're automating things. You're cutting corners. You're trying to do all this to make a low yeah. margin. And you're really like in the grind saying, man, this is like super, super tough. Everybody has to make that decision. Say, screw that. I'm going to go this direction. And I want to get only customers can that afford this. And you need to put your foot down and say, that's it. It's either that or nothing. And I'll wait. I'll market it hard. And I'll make a market for myself. And look, why do specialists charge you more than a generalist? Because they know what they're worth. Right. Like a specialist for an eye doctor that only does eye surgery gets paid way more than the doctor that can just do a daily checkup. They're a general fit. They're specialized in it. Yeah. They're not worried about how much the, like all, they probably can be the same as the general physician that can do just check everything about you. Yeah. However, this guy says, look, I do the super complicated surgeries on people with cataract or whatever. Yeah. And I know how to do it because I have the best track record. This guy will never have to worry about making money again because he'll, he'll be booked for six months out. Yeah. And he does one surgery a day and he goes home. That's it. Wow. And the other guys are working overtime. <laughs> Their pages are going off and right. They're getting called every floor of the building, running around. Yeah. Delivering babies and whatever else they do. And like, what the hell? Wow. Right? Yeah. That's exactly it. That's it. You say, you know what? The best, we're really best at this thing. We are the best. And that's all we care about. And that's all we do. That's it. We don't really care about everything else. And if you really, as an entrepreneur, this is where they worry about leaving money on the table, create another business. That specializes in something else if you really wanted to do it. But then this company is only doing this. We don't care. There's all these other things that are shiny and we'd like to be gravitated towards that. This is the thing that we do really best and better than, I like to say, better than anyone else in the whole entire world. You have to be confident that you are the best in the whole entire world. Seeing and that. As opposed to we're the cheapest. We're the cheapest or we are full service or we do everything for you or end to end. Like those are all great things, but customers are hearing something else. They're like, ah, I'm not so sure. Right. How can you be really good at everything anyway? Yeah. You right. Yeah. Think about that. How can you possibly be good at everything? You can't. You can't. You know, the business owners know they're not really good at certain things, yet they say they are. They might be a little good. at they, Exactly. Or they're trying to figure out how to be good at it with your stuff. <laughs> exactly yeah. like the guy on the way here that would tell me like yeah i'm not sure if you want a guy on the side doing this <laughs> job right like you really want that because you're messing with something that's worth a lot of money and i sure don't yeah i sure don't want to save money in the wrong places because your heart your house can get burned down mm -hmm. and then what you're gonna this guy on the side <laughs> come and did it on a friday yeah uh-huh that's not the risk i want to take
Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. I want white glove gl delivery. I'm willing to sp spend an extra little money because I don't really care about that. I don't even want to be there. I know they'll do a good job. Wow. Yeah. They'll save me time. Don't even have to worry about it. I know they're not going to scratch my floor or whatever it is, right? I just know. And you pay for that. And you know, you're right. You, you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. They're not charging you whatever because they can. They're charging you because they're actually delivering a different product than what you thought in mind. Look, there's a lot of cameras that you can buy and for really low price. But these guys are probably the best of the best because my camera people says this is the best camera. This is not the cheapest. But this is the best. Yeah. So you have to decide, well, how do you become the best in your industry? And that's certainly not by going the low end. It's by creating something that's significantly more valuable for the customer. And is putting the peace of mind and having the latest technology. You really have to invest in your business when you do that. Right. You really have, you have to create that niche that says, this is what we do. And this is why we charge $12,000 an hour or whatever. Thanks for listening to All In. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out on your daily dose of inspiration. And now leave a review as well as share it with someone else. Go to my website and leave me a voice message with your questions, your thoughts, so I want to incorporate you into future episodes. That's all for today. Go out there and become who you're destined to be.